Welcome back to another episode of the Online Course Elevator podcast, where we talk about scaling our education businesses and liberating ourselves from the nine to five workday, financial instability, and trading our time for money. My name is Joshua Lyon, and I am your host. And I'm really excited about our topic today. Today, we're going to be talking about experiences and building those for our students and the impact that it has on our course businesses. The truth is that we get really stuck as course creators on building traffic and reaching cold audience. And I'm not discounting that or anything, but what are we doing to keep our current students around and engaged? You know, some of you may have heard this. I've been around for a little while, and so some of you may have not, but it is five times harder and more expensive to gain a new customer than to keep an existing one. Five times. And so how we build experiences that keep our customers engaged with our business and also spending money is an important discussion to have because we already have those students. We already have those customers. We have people who know, like, and trust us. And so today we're going to be talking about those experiences, why we would, why we need to have those in our business, and the kind of experiences that we need to build. Let's get started. Have you launched an amazing online course, but you're completely lost on how to scale? Welcome to the Online Course Elevator Podcast, where we explore the strategies for taking online courses to seven figures and higher. I'm your host, Joshua Lyon. Before we jump in today, I just want to remind you about the Course Elevator community on Facebook. I am building a place where course business operators can bring up issues they're facing and discuss solutions to how to grow their course to seven figures and higher. Also, every Tuesday, I go live in that community and I do a Q&A session on topics that I've discussed on the podcast. So you can actually jump in, you can ask questions, I'll be kind of going deeper into the topics I discuss on the podcast every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, So I hope you'll join me for that. The link to that community is in the description below. All right. So why would you want to build an experience for your students? Why would you want to go through the headache? Why would you want to go through the hassle? You've already got a course. Maybe you're running ads. Maybe you have your lead magnet set up and your funnel and all of that. And so you may wonder, why would I want to even put myself through that? And building experience is not about fast money. This is not like, oh, hey, go launch a course and and promote it. And and then, you know, you're going to start making money. This is not uh, that kind of tactic. This is for people who are in it for the long haul. And experiences beyond your course have a number of benefits. First, they keep your students engaged. Someone completes your course, and then honestly, they want to know what's next. They want to know, where do I go from here? How can you help me grow and expand this knowledge that you've now given me and sent me off out into the world with? You know, we have to kind of think about what we're giving our students and how we can continue that education and that mentorship, because that's what our students want. They get connected to us. They know and they like and they trust us. 
But if all we have is one step in the process and then we're, we've disappeared, then we're not serving them very well. It also helps engaged customers continue to spend money with us. And the thing is, because they want to continue learning, they want to continue growing, they are ready to buy our next product. They're ready to say, okay, here's another $500. What is next? You know, whether that be a membership or, or coaching or whatever that we'll talk about in a few minutes, we need to give our students that opportunity to spend that money with us. Because if they don't spend it with us, they will go and spend it somewhere else. I don't know how many course creators, you know, actually might even suggest, hey, now that you're done with this, go join this person's community. And that's great if that community is a fit for them, but why not provide that community for yourself? Why not let that student continue to learn from you? And so it also puts you closer to your students. It gives you a place where you can learn what students have really done an excellent job of executing your teachings and becoming successful. It tells you which students are hungry. It gives you kind of an ear to the ground inside of some kind of event or experience where you can single those students out and recognize them because those students will come into play later on and they should in your business. And then it shows you which ones have the skills that they might actually want to contribute to your business and the cause that you have, that you work for. And so some of those students are going to have extra capabilities, extra skills, um, extra trainings that, that might actually help your business or help the other students who are learning from you. Like I said, it really just helps you hear about their struggles and also their achievements. Because anytime that we're able to listen to our students, anytime that we're able to talk with our students, that should be informing our business decisions. It should really be giving us an insight into, okay, what can I do for them next? What is this gap that they're missing? Or, or, or what stage are they at that I can help them to go even higher? And then lastly, it just helps you serve them better. It helps you serve your students on a new level. It gives them that opportunity to transform, to grow, and to be around you. It makes them super fans of you because they actually can say, hey, I actually am personal friends with this course creator because I spent a mastermind with them. I went on a retreat with them. All these things we'll talk about, but it gives them that extra level of personalization to this experience. Now, when I was at the Art Institute, this is something that we did a lot of. I mean, we had experiences out the wazoo. We had a membership. We had coaching. We had uh, actual retreats in Greece where artists could go and they could stay with our founders and they could learn from them directly. And then we do weekend events like boot camps and workshops and just all kinds of different things that those really dedicated students could continue to get involved in and continue to do with us. And not only did that build those super fans, but it brought in money. You know, I mean, the cost of setting that up, you price it so that if you get a certain amount of students, you've paid for it and made profit. And so it continued to grow our business. And then we even had some, there were some students who had never taken a course from us, but they were willing to come to an on-site event and learn from us in person first. And then that led to them taking our course and being a regular paying student, which is really, really interesting. Some people just start in different areas. So 
what does an experience look like? An experience can be a lot of different things. It really depends on you and your course and what you teach and your students. You know, some students, you might have a very, very private topic, uh, something that people don't want to openly discuss with others. And that's fine. You might have to do some problem solving with how to create that experience where people can still say, stay anonymous or they don't expose themselves. But a lot of us have courses where people want to connect. They want to meet each other who are going through the same things and who are on the same path as they are. And so in those cases, experiences are a great way to grow that community and grow that connection with you. And so an experience is really anything that takes a student beyond the initial course and the training that you provide. So in this next piece, I am going to actually just walk through some of the experiences that I have used, that I have built uh, in the past courses that I've worked for, and how those kind of worked. And the first one that I want to hit on is coaching programs. Now, this is really for those course creators who they've got their course out there. They are the mentor. They are the coach. And past that course, there's really nobody else. But as you build that course, as you get those students in, you should have a way of really identifying those top students that are all bought in to your teachings and your methodology. Those students who are really having success and that they are going out and even trying new things, experimenting with tactics, not just taking what they've learned from you, but actually building on it. And those students who offer their expertise and their help, maybe in your Facebook group or to your other members, those students are prime for being a coach. They are really, really great to have around. And if you can start to build a coaching team, you know, one to two at a time, then then add your third and fourth, or or maybe you've been doing this for a while and you know you have 10 who would just jump in and start helping. And that, that would allow you to free up your time because each of those coaches can take on 20 students. And then you can have that time that maybe you were doing group coaching or you were doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. And that can actually add to your ability to operate your course and to do even more of these experiences. And so as you grow, I really encourage you to bring in coaches to identify those people who have the skills, who have the personality, and who've had the success in your teachings to help other people in your stead. Now, the next one is memberships. And creating a membership that supports your audience on an ongoing basis is a great way to bring the conversation that they're having to a space that you own. And so you can stay involved in that journey. And the other thing is memberships are great recurring revenue. Now, they're a lower ticket offer usually. You know, you might pay um, anywhere from $5 to $100 a month to be in a membership, depending on how involved and, you know, how exorbitant it is. It doesn't mean that you have to post videos every day or every week for your members, uh, being in a membership can really just be about having a private community of people who are so dedicated to the process that you're helping them through that they're willing to pay to be a part of it. 
And so real, real vulnerable discussions happen there. Uh, There's a lot of chances for you to hear back from your students, to understand the struggles that they're going through that they may not want to post in a public Facebook group. And so memberships are a really um, great way, and a lot of sites have an easy way to set them up, but they're a really great way to connect on another level with your students. Now, this next experience actually goes a level up from memberships, and it is masterminds. Masterminds, what other creators might call a VIP group, are generally going to be a much smaller group of students who have some level of success so that they can actually bring insights and ideas to your topic, and you can actually work with them to talk about ways to overcome these barriers. And so no longer are you the teacher in this situation with a mastermind. You're actually more of the discussion facilitator. So you might bring issues or or ideas to discuss, and that actually is going to help them dig through other issues that they've had. It helps people bring up um, places that they've been and, and barriers that they've had to tackle. And so again, like we've talked about in all of these, You're getting great feedback from these students, these really high-level students, and you're learning more about your niche. You're also really seen as the expert when you're the facilitator. It's kind of interesting how that mindset shift works, but when you're the facilitator and you're bringing those people together, you're seen as like the core piece because you had these amazing people in your membership or your or your course or your group or whatever it is, and you've brought them together to really talk about these issues and build on them in an advanced way. And so your VIP group or your mastermind really kind of needs to be handpicked. Um, what you might do is set it up, decide how long. It's usually a shorter term, so anywhere from six weeks to three months. And then you might say, okay, you guys, you... 50 people are chosen for this mastermind. This is what it is. This is how much it will cost. If you're interested, here's the button to buy. Those students are going to feel like you handpicked them and they're going to feel really, really um, elevated by that. Now, you probably won't sell to all of those. You might sell to 25 or you might sell to 20. And that's okay because you don't want a huge mastermind group. You want a group small enough that it can get intimate and that you can really allow everyone a chance to talk about the issues they face and the solutions that they've used. And now we're going to talk about aspirational events. And I know I've talked about that on this podcast before, but aspirational events are a great experience for your students because they provide goals for your students to achieve. And as a driver in their success, they need to see that other students are achieving these goals and that they are hitting these new levels. It actually really creates this great momentum inside of your course, inside of your group, because they're seeing these other students who have graduated or won a contest or gotten an award or something like that, where they've been recognized, they've been showcased. And then you can take those students and you can actually, those are great uh, ideal students for your coaching program, your VIP group. But you can also take those students and get a testimonial. Ask for you to inter- ask to interview them and talk about their experience, talk about their success, talk about what about the course and what about your teachings help them to achieve that. 
that content, that uh, testimonial is really going to drive even more motivation for your students uh, in your groups and your programs. It's going to drive them to want to be better and it's going to drive them to stick around. And the last thing is live events. And I saved live events for last because live events are a lot of work. And the thing is with live events, it's really, really great that it brings the energy of being in person or live. Now, when I think of live events, I think of a, you're all coming to one place to hear me and some other speakers talk, uh, to do some workshops, to really get to know each other and mingle and, and that kind of thing. So you might do a retreat. You might do a weekend workshop. You might do something that's more on the level of a conference where you bring other speakers in to educate your members and, and your students. And people love being in the same room as their mentor and other mentors that they have in the space. And so they get a chance to not only connect with those people, but to learn from them and to also connect with other people that are on their path. So whether it's a full conference style production or even just a local meetup, you know, students are going to love interacting with you in person. Now, the key to live events and in-person events is really that you have some kind of system or process in place where you have people helping you put on these events and where you are not the only one running around as the event coordinator, you know, uh, making the schedule and, and getting all of the spaces set up and, and ordering the food and all of this kind of stuff. You need some kind of project manager. You need some kind of event specialist to help you do that because you will be run ragged for, for an in-person event. I promise you. So I would say don't step into the live event space until you really are in a place where you can hire somebody to help you achieve this. And if it's a student that you already have, great. It doesn't matter. So. Each of these experiences are going to take extra energy on your part. And that's why I really say that if you're in a system, if you're in a place where you can have a system to help you build and manage these experiences, you're going to be set up for success even better. And I like the idea of starting with the coaching system because at the Art Institute, we really leveraged our coaches because the students knew them and they had already connected with them and we kind of showcased them to our audience. And so when our coaches helped to set up our events, when our coaches were there for our aspirational events or in our masterminds, there was a level of personal connection. And so setting up a coaching system first and finding those those first few coaches who can help you connect with more students is really, really big in my book. So remember too, that these are also revenue generators. Every one of these extra experiences should bring in another level of revenue to your course business. They should pay for themselves and have profit for your business. Yes, they serve your students. Yes, they give you feedback about your teachings and what people are struggling with, and they allow you ideas to further your course, but they bring in revenue. They should be positive on the whole accounting revenue scale. All right, 
I hope that this episode was helpful. This was a very tactical episode, I feel like. And that's, you know, I like doing those. I want to do some more inspirational episodes as well. But if you're trying to scale your business, these experiences can help so much and they can really give that extra level of support and engagement to your current students. And even some new students who might find you through these experiences because they're looking for that level of support already. Now, don't forget to join me for my online course elevator community uh, live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can find a link to that Facebook group down in the description below. This is where we talk about obstacles and issues. This is Right now, it's my mastermind group, but eventually I'm hoping to reach enough of you that there's a ton of people in there and we're getting so much synergy around this topic of growing your course. This is not where we're talking about how to create a course. This is not where we're talking about how to get started. This is where we're talking about how to grow. And so I hope you'll join me in that group. It is completely free right now. And uh, I'd love to have you there and talking about the things that you've faced. All right. Thanks for joining me for this episode and I will see you next time. If you enjoyed this track, you can check out the artist Mountaineer on Upbeat. The track title is Check It Out. 